Welcome to the Empowered Eating and Living Podcast, where we dive into your inner world to explore all of the psychological, emotional, energetic, and spiritual components that may be influencing your struggle with food and eating. I'm your host, Sarah Emily Spears, a trained psychotherapist and energy worker who recovered from my own eating disorder. And now I help women just like you do the inner work to address the real issues keeping you stuck in your problematic eating patterns. Because I assure you, your problem with food is about way more than food. So join me and guest experts as we discuss the psychology of eating and healing and empower you with tangible steps you can take today to begin to improve your relationship with food and yourself from a place of true nourishment and care. Hey, welcome to the new year. Cannot believe I'm saying that, but it's true. Here we are in 2023. What a year it has been. And I know this is the time, right, where people want to set resolutions or start fresh. And I'm going to encourage you to set intentions rather than set resolutions. This is really important if you're someone who historically, your pattern has been, come the new year, you set a resolution or a goal that you're going to follow a diet plan or cut out sugars or do whatever workout plan, weight loss plan, and you vow to yourself that you're going to to finally do it. Like this will be the year that I actually uphold the resolution I set for myself. But if you look at the evidence historically, maybe you were successful for a month or two, maybe you fell off the bandwagon, so to speak, relatively quickly. And usually what happens is if you don't follow the plan perfectly, whatever the eating guidelines are, or whatever the diet is, or the quote unquote healthy plan that you have imposed for yourself to follow a rigid structure of I can eat this and I can't eat that, or I can have this much of something and it's very measured and calculated. Those are really challenging to stick to. Diets, it says it in the word, D-I-E, kind of make you want to die. And so it's not enjoyable, doesn't actually feel good long-term and isn't sustainable. And you will eventually have what's called a a restraint release, meaning all the restraint and willpower you were using to quote unquote be good eventually runs out and you release control and that pendulum swings the other way and that leads you into overeating or potentially binging. If you're like me, that means binging and purging. And then you are stuck on the yo-yo diet restrict binge cycle, which can be a vicious beast. And it's not easy to stop that energy and momentum once it's going. So that means while your brain that has been conditioned by our culture to believe that the fastest, best path to your health and happiness is to go on a diet come January 1st to kick off the new year, I'm telling you, that is the greatest marketing ploy of our time. It's a bunch of marketing BS to get you to buy into their products and their systems and their methods, but it is not a long-term solution. And if up until now, your solution or your mentality has been, I'm going to finally eat perfectly and have the willpower to control myself around food, 
that way my body weight and shape can change. And when that happens, then I will finally feel worthy and deserving of feeling good and liking myself and being confident and feeling worthy. Then I will finally have all the internal things that I truly desire to experience. It's backwards and that doesn't work, which is why I do not advocate for resolutions. What I encourage you to do as you go into the new year is to set intentions. Now, intentions are different from resolutions. So I'm going to explain the difference between the two and then I'm going to share with you my top 20 intentions for the new year that I'm personally setting for myself, that I want to invite you to sort of pick and choose, you know, pluck from the list of what I share with you, the ones that really resonate with you, that you want to adopt for yourself. And then you can, of course, tweak them to fit exactly with like your intention according to how you want to think, feel, and behave in the new year. So what's a resolution as opposed to an intention? I'm literally reading this off of a dictionary definition. Resolution, according to the dictionary, is a firm decision to do or not to do something. So that might look like a decision to not eat sugar or a decision to not eat fast food or a decision to do a workout every single morning before you go to work. The problem with resolutions is that because of the firmness, there's a rigidness to what is a goal that you've created for yourself or an expectation that you've created for yourself that isn't always achievable or realistic for you given the nature of your life and given the nature of just creating new habits and reshaping patterns, especially eating patterns in general. Like if up until now you have not been able to find the willpower to resist your sugar cravings, what actually makes you think that because the date changes to 2023 and it now says January 1st on the calendar, that your brain and body is going to magically have the capacity to, to suddenly resist all cravings and urges for sugar? Typically, it's unrealistic, the types of firm decisions that we set for ourselves when you make a resolution, which is why most people set resolutions and the majority of them fail at achieving the resolution, which is the second reason why resolutions really aren't the best path to go down because it sets you up to feel like you're failing, which is great if you want to continue to perpetuate a cycle of self-loathing or shame or not feeling good enough. If you're enjoying that, way of feeling about yourself, then go right ahead and create resolutions. But if you want to start the new year with a new way of truly honoring and taking care of yourself and gently, more lovingly guiding you towards creating and experiencing a way of being and living with yourself, as well as in relation to food and in relation to others in a way that truly feels good, then in my humble opinion, intentions are the way to go. And the definition of an intention is simply an aim or a plan. Why I like setting intentions at the beginning of the year is that it's sort of like setting your own personal plan for yourself. That's like your own lighthouse. That's just guiding you and directing you forward. So you're creating your own guidelines or a personal creed even of how you want to live. And 
the ways that you want to improve your overall feeling of well-being mentally, physically, emotionally, without having these rigid and firm have to do or can't do rules in place. These are more loose guidelines and they get to be your guiding light. I personally like to actually write down my intentions on a piece of paper with a pen, the good old fashioned way, but there's something about writing it down with your hand and then having that sheet of paper with you so that you can look at it if you want every single day or at the start of your week, or you could make it a monthly ritual where at the start of the month, you revisit your intentions and you review sort of the personal guidelines that you set for yourself and you can tweak them and evolve them as you evolve and grow over the year. And you can fine tune anything that doesn't feel like it's quite right for you or like working the way that you want it to. So it releases the firmness and replaces it with more flexibility, giving you permission to be a dynamic being that's always evolving and changing. And so the intentions that fit for you maybe this January may not feel like they're the right intentions for you anymore come this summer. And that's okay. You get to change them according to what feels right for you as you go. Now, I started writing my own intentions for this year and the intentions I wanted to share with you, thinking that I would offer 10 intentions, top 10 intentions. And as I started writing these intentions, more and more came. And so I ended up with 20. And I'm going to share all 20 intentions with you. And the invitation is for you to pause anytime you hear an intention that resonates with you. Now, when I say the word resonate, what I mean is that there's a resonance or a frequency or a sensation in your body. It might feel for some like an internal ping, like there's just this thing that kind of goes off inside. Maybe it's in your mind. Maybe it's in your heart. Maybe it's in your pussy where it's like, wow, that I felt on some level, like there was a vibration, a resonance. Now for other people or for you, it might feel more like a knowing, like a, just a yes, a full body feeling of yes, a cosmic yes, that that is for me. Maybe you feel some warm, fuzzy feelings. If an intention resonates with you, listen to your body and notice how you feel the emotional state or the energetic state or the gut feeling. And that typically will let you know if something is aligned with you. The second invitation is you have complete permission to adapt or modify any of the intentions to fully fit what feels like a full yes for you. So take these and make the edits that feel right for you. You ready? Okay, here we go. 20 intentions for you to kick off the new year. Number one, I intend to learn how to treat myself with greater self-love and care. Number two, I intend to operate from a place of knowing my inherent self-worth and knowing that I am enough as I am. I do not have to prove or earn my enoughness. Number three, I intend to nourish myself with foods and thoughts that support my body and being and feeling vibrant healthy, and well. Number four, I intend to respect and honor my body, even if I have judgments about it. Number five, I intend to learn how to live in harmony with my body 
listening to the inner wisdom, and honoring my yeses and my noes. Six, I no longer plan to act out of shoulds or obligations, but instead I permission myself to make the choices that feel right and best to me, assuming they do no harm to others. Seven, I intend to be a conscious consumer, becoming mindful of what I choose to consume, whether it's food or stuff. And I intend to be mindful of why I'm making that choice, either from necessity or to soothe. Eight, I intend to no longer allow any negative, cruel, mean, or judgmental thoughts or stories to pass my mind or lips without catching it and replacing it. I intend to be impeccable with my words, knowing that what I speak and declare shapes how I think, feel, and behave. Number nine, I intend to be mindful of my energy and the people, environments, and experiences that drain it. I intend to practice protecting my energy by intentionally selecting who and what I share it with. Number 10, I intend to drop my people-pleasing and perfectionist tendencies and instead have the courage to be me and the courage to be disliked. I intend to stop seeking validation outside of myself and work on finding it within. Number 11, I intend to enjoy the process of self-discovery, permissioning myself to discover my authentic self and allow my true essence and expression no longer operating according to how I've been shaped and conditioned to be. 12. I intend to have more fun and play. Life is meant to be enjoyed. I give myself permission to pause from working on myself all the time and realize the immense value of play, fun, joy, and laughter. I ask myself, how can I experience more fun in my daily life? even in the seemingly mundane. 13. I intend to permission myself to experience more pleasure in all forms in my daily life, whether in my body, sexually, while eating, watching a sunset. I become mindful of my five senses and enhance their activation while experiencing my felt sense of pleasure. Number 14. I intend to open my capacity to receive, both from others and from myself. I acknowledge how much I give and intend to honor my right to receive the same. 15. I intend to slow down and rest, relax, and rejuvenate more. Life is not meant to be go, go, go. There are seasons and cycles, times to plant seeds and hibernate, time to blossom and grow. And I intend to value the downtime as much as I value the go time, knowing that sometimes resting is as important, if not more important work for me to do than actually working. 16, I intend to prioritize my connection and relationships with community, family, my partner, and the divine. I intend to return to a way of living in harmony with my community, realizing that this living business is not meant to be done alone. 17. 
I intend to have the courage to see and speak the truth to myself and others. I intend to be an honest and truthful communicator, communicating my feelings, asking for what I need, and saying no without guilt. Number 18, I intend to continue learning how to validate, feel, and process my emotions as they arise rather than reverting to unconscious coping mechanisms like using food to soothe. I understand this is a process and I'm committed to learning. Number 19, I intend to repair my connection to Mother Earth and not neglect her. As I take better care of my body, I intend to be mindful to take better care of her body, the body that sustains all of life. And finally, last but not least, number 20, I intend to stay in gratitude for everything, the good, the bad, the painful, the joyful. I'm open to the fullness of the human experience and condition, and I know the ultimate freedom is my freedom to choose my attitude. And when in doubt, I intend to always return back to an attitude of gratitude. So there you have it. My personal top 20 intentions for 2023. I hope there were some that really stuck out to you. And if anything, this allowed you to see an example of ways that you could set intentions for yourself instead of doing those hard, strict resolutions that set you up to fail. These intentions should evoke a sense of hope, a sense of eagerness for the human, the person that you are becoming this year. And to realize that these intentions are coming from a place of love. These intentions come from a higher self or a soul space. They don't come from the human ego mind that's obsessed with weight and food and diet plans and your body, right? So the resolutions is like the ego's path to trying to control you and your life in the false belief that that's what's going to lead to your happiness and your inner joy, And the intentions get to come from within, from a deeper wisdom or knowing, and be led by your soul and and the space of love and care for yourself and life and all beings. And this is one of the most radical changes you can make on your healing journey, is learning how to lovingly guide yourself forward on your path from a place of more gentleness and kindness, rather than from a place of really intense judgmental pressure. Thank you for walking this journey with me. If you need any support doing the inner work, you know, you can always reach out to me using the links below. And I want to just wish you a year full of blessings, beautiful growth, and lots of yummy fruits from all your hard effort and work that you're doing to really take care of yourself. Thanks for tuning in to the Empowered Eating and Living Podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to follow the show so you don't miss future episodes. And if you loved it, then please share this episode on your social media or send it to loved ones who may benefit from listening too. 